0: This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Talk dirty to me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode where I'm introducing and speaking to a male friend. Thus far, it's only been, like, chatting to ladies about stuff, which, as I will not belittle that, it's been so much fun, but this is going to be an interesting new perspective to get. Um, so, yeah, we're in quarantine. How you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing yeah. all right, yeah. I'm uh, honoured, <laughs> you know, to be the first uh, male, you know, um, perspective, maybe perspective from a, uh, you know,
0: male. Yeah, so <laughs> something different. Well, it would also be interesting to... Um, not just hear kind of your sides on things but like what topics what subjects you have chosen to discuss um things like that because there have been a lot of uh, kind of there have been some similarities between a bunch of uh within a bunch of the recordings I've done so far so it'll be interesting to also hear I mean there's gonna be a lot which is probably more similar than we would assume but um yeah. but yeah. yeah I
1: mean not to be stereotypical but unfortunately some people might be uh upset at the fact that I'm definitely not a lad's lad and for sure have more of the you know uh younger fairy princess sort of view of that's like true. marriage and things like that that I've always looked forward to as opposed to like
0: you mean traditional like girls.
1: <laughs> what <laughs> you mean traditional
0: as opposed to princess fairy uh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: no no just that i am definitely I don't know uh it'll you're right it will be interesting um
0: well that's we're not gonna disregard any because it'll. I mean it'll just be Interesting to hear like male perspective on on anything and yeah the subjects you bring up and stuff like that, but um, but I also think more guys are more emotionally tuned in than we assume. They just tend to kind of go about things the wrong way, you know, you know, yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: and having having listened to some of the. Uh, previous episodes i'm sure <laughs> other guys that have been uh spoken about although anonymously probably Completely. <laughs>
0: prefer,
1: have different perspectives than than maybe what was said but you know that's yeah, always the sure, case so sure. anyways
0: um anyways so welcome oh Op- so we open with uh well you've heard some episodes so you know kind of there's 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 a really loose format to all of these i just like to uh, open and end with um the same things every time but uh yeah so can you just tell us your name um share a random fact about anything in life and now for our listeners this fella right here kevin j sorry i stole your name for you yep. is super fucking smart so the fact better be good and then a lesson learned uh, from an awkward situation <laughs> so whenever you ready
1: uh so as our beautiful host already uh, told yeah. <laughs> my name is Kevin J. Um, and I was a bit uh, misled on the whole fun fact. I thought that it was a personal fun fact. So this isn't oh, going to be a brain buster. Wait, no, you but, can, you can, yeah, wait, share that
0: anyway. That's so much fun.
1: Um, but anyways, my personal fun fact, uh, I once attended a blue man group um, <gasps> concert show, etc. Yeah, And one of the blue man um threw a marshmallow at me directly. He pointed to me, made eye contact, and then threw a marshmallow. It was a part of the act, but I really didn't think he was going to be able to get it done, but he did, you know? Beautiful throw right to me, and I kept the marshmallow for years. It was on, you know, like my little desk mantle. Um, Had a little, couple specks of paint, so anyways. um, And then, lesson from an awkward situation, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know if I have anything too insightful, um, because honestly awkward situations I think I respond probably just as bad as anyone else does Um, (laughs) you know just by feeling uncomfortable so uh, I think the biggest lessons that I've ever gotten from those situations is uh, just trying to avoid those Um, (laughs) or (laughs) other than avoiding them uh, maybe you know trying to take the uh, I don't know what uh, maybe psychologists and other people would tell you of of just trying to um, deal with that in a, in a more co- communicative way. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's about all I can provide on that. <laughs>
0: that's really funny. I'd never, I, ne- wait, I'm, I will respond to that react to that. I just have never seen the blue man group. I didn't realize there were like foods and stuff involved.
1: Oh yeah. No, they, they, they bring out all, all kinds of props. I think the marshmallows were um, like, it, it's, it, 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 I picture it to be more uh fantastic than than maybe others can because I was on the balcony as well like it wasn't like I was in like the third row or something like that and like still hit you? man straight up through it like 40 50 yards like this was this was a long throw and just Shit. for a small marshmallow so um and yeah I mean props it- to him
0: When you opened it, did it have, like, his cell phone
1: number in it or something? I wish. I wish. I mean, honestly, I kept the marshmallow just, like, completely intact because I did not, you know, I thought about eating it, but then I brought it for, like, show and tell at school Oh, my God,
0: that's so cute. No, like,
1: all that. So, you know, if you you are friends with me on Facebook, you would be able to dig into the archives and see a photo of me with my siblings with said blue man. Said blue man.
0: That's so funny
1: how big was the marshmallow your average size marshmallow like like, like, yeah yeah i would say you know like the two inch marshmallow you know nothing nothing uh nothing too impressive nothing uh, uh you know below expectations either
0: But also, marshmallows are not weighted things, so I feel like that's... Yeah, that that is pretty impressive that you did that. I know, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, I'm dwelling on this little fact here. It's pretty good. (laughs) But most of everyone else's facts so far have been... Actually, I don't think any of them have been personal facts, I think. Uh, In the first one... um, the sisters that I interviewed, one of them gave kind of a personal fact as the fact, but that was, that was it, there's not really been much of it. So I appreciate that, thank you. Thank you for spicing it up. Um, so we are on, this is like my bazillionth um, video call, interview because we are in quarantine so i have to ask everyone is you know doing different things to keep themselves going and alive and i feel like one minute i'm gonna explode in tears the next minute i'm like feeling on top of the world feel like i can build an empire um i have not so far um so what have you what have you been like watching (laughs) so what have you been watching since the start of quarantine
1: yeah it's uh it's definitely one of those things that i think everyone uh uses to keep themselves sane just being able to go brain dead for a little bit of time and, and yeah. watch tv or a movie or something like that but yeah. um in quarantine thus far I mean love my parents but you know there's four of us in the house it's me my sister and my parents um and so around like 9:30 every night when they go to bed because they're well, you know 50 <laughs> um my sister and I stay up that's like a little bonding time
0: yeah
1: Um, so amongst many other things like how i met your mother or um there were a couple of random shows but the main one uh at times you know comes in ebbs and flows uh love island which i know you're Mm. a brit yourself um but
0: fun fact i've never seen it before
1: yeah which i cannot believe i know i mean i guess i can't make assumptions but
0: um, no but you yeah. can <laughs> well
1: I, I, yeah I don't know I, it's my uh preconceived notions about it were pretty much that everyone in the UK watched this show yeah. so I guess you know um I would assume that you would have watched it yeah however sure. you I guess you have been uh outside of the UK for a while and so yeah. maybe you've just lost touch with your roots or, or you know, I don't know. um
0: that's pretty offensive <laughs> no I'm kidding uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I've never been one to. I was like obsessed with X Factor, obviously, because what teenage girl wasn't? Um, well, probably a lot, but well, it was
1: it was Harry Styles
0: that got his start there, right? Yeah, yeah. One Direction started there, so that's why I was like, oh my god. Um, <laughs> but that was a that was a long time ago, and then I think after that, you know, I was assuming there would be like a a whole bunch of other One Directions to come out of it. And I think the following year they did one, which they, it was a band called Union J. Um, yeah, like Union Jack, whatever. I don't know. They were just not One Direction, which is the sad part. Um, (laughs) and after that I was like, I'm done. But I've never really been one to watch, like, reality shows, I guess. Went through a phase of watching, I mean, this was a hundred years ago, watching, um, Keeping up with Kardashians when it was very 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 early on before they, I mean, you put them face like next to each other now and you couldn't recognize that they're not the yeah. same people anymore. You know,
1: yeah, no, um, very true. they they're, they're, like all their kind of kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because that's what we ta- that's what we mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was the, wait, what was that? I learned. Oh, I learned one lesson in one episode from Kim, which was. Um, When you cheers, you have to make eye contact. That's, like, what I took from that show. Huh. Is you, like, have to make eye contact when you cheers. Otherwise, it's bad sex for seven years. But not with the person you're cheersing, otherwise that would make, like, Thanksgiving super awkward. But, uh... (laughs) um...
1: wait so you have to make eye contact with just someone else but not necessarily the, the person that you're cheersing
0: no 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 you make eye contact with the person you're cheersing otherwise okay. it's bad sex for seven years for you not oh, for you and this person together oh, yeah, that be, yeah that would be a horrible family uh oh, family God. affair
1: <laughs> i think i learned that fact like playing drinking games freshman oh, year of college yeah or something like that i don't yeah, yeah i don't
0: i also have learned since then that um you and i feel like at this point it's just a whole load of like people with like habits that they have to include in every like you know how baseball players are like you know have to pick their ass and then like sniff their nose like baseball (laughs) (laughs) i mean they do they like always pull out wedgies and shit but i feel like baseball players are the have the most ingrained tics in them than Mm -hmm. anybody else like i've ever met but um but no, because then I also have learned that since then, that when you cheers... And mm-hmm. I don't even know where I got this from, but my partner does it, and he did it. We didn't teach it to each other. We both just knew it, and we're like, how do you know this? Is when you then cheers with eye contact, and then you have to... T- <laughs> oh my God, it sounds so stupid. You then have to touch the glass to the table and then drink. Because when you touch the glass to the table, it apparently like, pays respect to the deceased or something. Oh, I don't know. It's just all these... Uh, like, I
1: just always... I just always thought people did that cuz it looked
0: cool. I mean, it looks that's... sick. But <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> It's dope, bro. <laughs> it's
0: so cool. <laughs> um, oh so anyway, love, back to business. Love Island. Tell me I yeah. I um so the the thing is this Kevin J and I have obviously we've known each other since like the first day of freshman year. We yeah, lived yeah. in the same dorm on the same floor, which I feel like if it wasn't for that, we would never have crossed paths. Like yeah. we're both in very, di- oh, window squeaked. We're both in very different circles of university and stuff, but um, we've known each other since the beginning of time. And so I know a lot of these tales, or I remember a bunch of these tales from way back when, but um, but Love Island's new. So, so do share what, what you have to say on that.
1: Yeah, it's it's been weird. So like, Love Island um, came into my life. I'm I'm speaking of it as if it's like you know uh, my my the true love though. or something like that. <laughs> it's really not that serious. But um, no, I I started watching it uh, last summer. Um, so a group of friends and I um, we hung out like pretty much every day over the summer because a lot of people that were you know still in the city at the time. Yeah, I feel like like people end up, you know, kind of spreading. And so anyways, this core group was still together. Yeah. uh, And there were, it was a majority female. Mm -hmm. um, And some of them got into Love Island. And then, um, so, you know, they were watching it one night and then me and one of my other friends, this happened to be the other lad in the group. (laughs) uh, We decided like, okay, sure, we'll watch it with them. I was definitely very skeptical because I've never been one to get into any of these sort of, like, Mm -hmm. love reality TV shows. I mean, with, like, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, which I think is probably the closest equivalent in the United States. Yeah. um, As far as, like, fandom and how much people, you know, watch it
0: on a
1: consistent basis. Um, Anyways, I I never got into those. Um,
0: Yeah. thought
1: that they were relatively, I don't know, I guess shallow might be. Yeah. were not not the people that watched them but just like the content of it i i didn't think was had any depth to yeah, it you know that there wasn't sure. anything like really intriguing that i was watching about it um more just like a bunch of really attractive people and then so i thought for sure love island would be the same
0: just with a accent with a different yes. accent yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. And, I mean, I guess for Americans, that could be enough, right? Yeah, um, (laughs) I I started watching it. You know, I get one episode in, and I'm like, it's exactly what I expected it would be, you know, not have a lot of, like, true content to it. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't see much of a purpose watching it. But then all of a sudden, at the end of that 40, 50-minute episode, I was just, like, my jaw dropped. And I'm like, what did I just watch? Mm -hmm. And so then we watch another episode same reaction yeah and it's not like it was anything like supernatural or like blew my mind because I had never like expected anything like that would happen but like yeah for sure. I was so much more sucked in than I thought I would be um that's really and interesting I don't know I just uh it it like just it sucked me in so then the rest of the summer I was watching it not just with my friends but even on my own, it was like kind of like my little, no. little little secret, you know, yeah. I didn't share that with people, but like still watched it literally. anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really don't think I would have gotten into it. Had it not been some of the circumstances, like at the time I was <clears throat> long distance with, with my partner as well. And so, yeah. um, so yeah, we having a lack of, uh, I guess romantic, Contact. uh, feelings and mm-hmm. interaction and inti- intimacy during those times. I think like, that's definitely what intrigued me a little bit more. You've got these like 12 to 14 people mm-hmm. on an Island together that are just like, you know, mingling and trying to find the one. And of course, like it's a competition. You end mm-hmm. up getting money. If you end up winning the show, like if
0: oh, shit. I, okay. it's, like,
1: you get voted, if you're voted like the best couple on the Island by the fans, I could be wrong because I I also have not watched an entire season to the end. But, <laughs> I'm a fake fan so what's for sure. Surprise? But at the time, it was just like something I was very sucked into. Yeah. Partially because I was definitely longing for you know my girl my yeah. shorty. <laughs> um, but I you know also was just like I was with friends. It was fun. It was intriguing. Yeah. yeah so now it's my sister started watching it and I was I kind of groaned because. Was like I don't want to get back into this. I yeah, want to do this you again. know what like, it does is...
0: to you?
1: Yeah, no, it's been good fun. I think she she watches it a little bit more consistently. I'll just pop in for an episode or two. Right. Um, and it's they're attractive people. They they're funny. I mean, obviously, as an American watching it, sorry to all those listeners that you know are from the UK. Oh, and it's okay. I apologize if Americans you know. Uh, I don't know. See you in a different light just because you have an accent. You think you're <laughs> yeah. funny. It is hilarious to hear some of the.
0: But that's like, that's like saying, things. yeah, that's true. And the different expressions and stuff. Right. But right. I mean, you don't, you aren't, a, well, at least you're not offending me, but like that would be saying, we watch Jersey shore over there and assume every American is like that. You know what I mean? Like it's a certain demographic of people that I think. Right. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. Wait, yeah, we're not
1: all we're not all models and social media influencers and nail technicians and
0: <laughs> Oh, is that what they is that kind of what they are?
1: Well, that's I that's also a blanket statement. There's definitely like I'd say a decent number of people that are on that show or at least in the last 2 seasons because yeah, that's all yeah. that I can speak to. I'm sorry if if anyone's like hating Wrong. me for saying this, you know, but yeah. um <laughs> but yeah, I'd say like a good portion are like social media influencers or models both male and female or like nail technicians or people who work in a beauty salon but then there's there's also a good portion of people that are like coming out of uni or um you know are like businessmen or businesswoman like things like that
0: oh okay i didn't
1: know that it's a a, a pretty broad broad spectrum they usually get like a professional athlete or two per per
0: season
1: (laughs) so yeah
0: um how does it okay that's interesting that you mention it as kind of because it sort of almost sounds like um it became like a a um, um what's the word it's not fantasy but like a coping way for you to deal with the I guess craving of like being with your partner or something like what what do you think is kind of the the relationship of you with it with your partner if that makes sense also does your partner watch it has she seen it
1: No, I don't think she's watched it in depth. I think maybe, you know, she's at least aware of, of like what it is and and kind of the show. I definitely talked about it with her when I was watching it um, because it was just something that was like new to my life. And I was like, oh my God, this show, it's crazy. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, I I will say like my period of watching it was definitely short lived last summer, Uh um, partially because of the whole uh i guess like like you were saying kind of like fantasy or coping mechanism with it all because Mm -hmm. initially like i think it was intriguing and i liked it because it was helping fill that void of like intimacy because you know you're watching other people fall in love or Mm -hmm. like get a little naughty together (laughs) and things like that um and and so it's it's satisfying in a way yeah. because it, it gives you that and you're almost like living vicariously through other people. I only think it was partially something that ended up uh, being semi a negative experience. I mean, like you start watching the show and for me, it definitely was, uh, it, it sucked me in. I was interested, et cetera, but yeah. uh, it, it can take your focus away from things that are more important. Number one, it can mm-hmm. definitely bring up feelings of, of, uh, like, longing, you know, for your partner and things like that, yeah. Um, yeah. you're in a relationship, if you're single, it can definitely bring up, like, unrealistic expectations for yourself or thoughts of, like, why am I single, why am I not in a relationship, why can't I find this sort of connection, feel yeah. um, so, like, all of those things are very valid to feel while watching something like that, Yeah. and then on top of that, it it kind of creates this sort of false sense of what love should be, whether it's... The Bachelor, Love Island or Love is Blind, you know, Um, I think it's obviously there are these like crazy, non realistic scenarios and the shows are created purposefully so that it's like that. So it's interesting. Right. But um, I think the longer you watch and the more that you get sucked in, the more that your mind just starts to think in that framework. And then it's really easy to desire, you know, some of the stuff that you see. Um, Like a a connection with someone the way that you see it on TV, when in reality, like, you're just not really going to get that, you know, so, um, or, or you will get something just as, you know, beautiful as you picture it to be on TV, it just might not be the same sort of details. That you would uh, build it up to be in your mind, you know? So I think yeah. it's easy to, to have these unrealistic expectations for love based off of these stuff, even with like rom coms for movies and, oh,
0: definitely. and like that.
1: You know, it's not just these like big reality TV love shows, but just that entire industry as a whole. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Fair. I don't know. It's, it's a weird mix because it's obviously like someone had to initially think of these movie concepts or show concepts in the beginning for them to happen yeah and whether that came from an epiphany that they had or an actual life experience I guess we'll never know but yeah. I think they're they're not crazy enough to 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 not be relatable you know what I mean like these it's always, reality shows or or, or mean... even these movies like right. the reality shows yeah you can't relate to being put on an island with thirteen other gorgeous like you know um but, <laughs> but yeah I, I mean that yeah. that part is like maybe not realistic but yeah. like still the all the feelings love is this is going to sound super cheesy but like love is relatable like yeah. everyone can it's it's you have this podcast because talking about sex and and crushes and yeah. awkward tinder dates it's interesting you know like that's gossipy and we can mm-hmm. always relate on that Oh and, yeah
0: for sure and, and,
1: yeah it's the same thing with like these reality tv shows like we can relate to some of the feelings that the characters feel and so that much is like it's it's real and so then i you know you get more and more sucked in and then it ends up seeming like everything is more and more real and more and more relatable um until finally like we build up these expectations for what things are supposed to be like in life and then you know we seek that movie uh, that movie plot in our own lives or yeah. like that, you know, sort of I feel like we build up these like checklists almost where you go through and it's like if you're in a relationship and you're not feeling what Zach Efron felt in that movie, then yeah. it's like, oh, this relationship isn't gonna survive the test of time. But Yeah,
0: no you're so you're so right. And that's the and that's the thing too is I think if you yeah, obviously if you go in with these expectations, it's the it's exactly like what you're saying. But then also, people then have the chance to change that, you know. But some people R- don't. Some people dip because it's not the happy ending that they were assuming or or whatever. But um, I think the the thing too about these rom com movies is they. Obviously, they're, like, more modern now, and, you know, they're, well, they're just more modern and things like that. So you, one set in New York City, you know, you and I could see a scene and be like, oh, that's my subway stop. Or, like, oh, that one's right next to this building in my university or whatever, whatever. Um, exactly. But the, so they are relatable in that sense, because, you know, unless it's, like, La La Land or whatever, most of them aren't done on, like, m- movie sets where you can see that it's a movie set. Because there's always been, in in history within film and within yeah within film and tv and plays and stuff is a lot of the hollywood films that come from the damsel in distress or the guy coming sweeping off their feet or whatever started with like novels and um you know how through history it's uh, i mean traditionally that it's um or stereotypically and whatever it's been the woman needs a man to come sweep her off her feet or at the end of the day the woman's gonna be independent for a few chapters, and then at the end she's like, no, I am going to go back to Mr. Rochester, Jane Eyre, um, because, like, (laughs) you know, oh, he needs me, because he's now blind, and, like, all this shit where she was trying to be independent, you know, so that even when there are a large chunk of the novel and stuff, where or the film or whatever, when you think, oh, these women are going to get their independence or whatever, by the end of it, in some of the, in a lot of the classics, it's like, no, that's not how it is. So... Right yeah
1: yeah yeah and i the it's it's tough because i i would never i definitely um felt that sort of sort of like uh, desire you know if if maybe other single people out there have, have felt this as well um that over time like you start watching these and then like you want what you see on tv or in movies for yourself for right? sure for sure i've definitely felt that before but i would never want um like a a partner in a long-term romantic relationship that i'm in to believe that the only reason that i'm with them is because of like i saw this movie or this tv show once Mm -hmm. and i just was seeking the the sort of intensity or feelings that that i saw in those you know like relationships are when they're at their best right um original and specific to the two people that are involved and i yeah i would just never want my significant other to believe that i was with them for any other reason than the fact that it was them that i was seeking you know um Mm -hmm. like i think that would at least stand true for any relationship that that i would be in and especially the one that i'm currently in um you know Crazy about them, and I want them to know that I'm with them because I'm crazy about them yeah, so yeah. um so yeah I mean it's uh that's why it's a slippery slope I think is because like it builds up these expectations and then uh, you know your partner could end up thinking that you want the movie or the TV show more than you want them, and yeah. so that's that's never you know a route that you want
0: well that's that's actually that's quite insightful I think I've not really spoken I've not really touched upon this subject of. Um these kind of love reality shows or whatever um in these episodes, a lot more about it has been it's just it's interesting because most of these stories and conversations that I've had with people on this podcast that you've heard and like in you know story episodes to come out and whatnot is um they've more been personal to the to these girls about their experiences versus like an overall kind of um, holistic kind of view on them and like obviously and like we were saying earlier it's going to be a different guys opinion to it and stuff but i think i think it's just um interesting that there is like a psychological take on it you know yeah. that i don't think these other people have that i've really talked about with these other people
1: yeah no i mean i think that's but yeah no i think uh also i just i I want to put it out there that like i for anyone who does not have a partner who is listening um i I know that we've been you know talking both with the perspective and sides of people who've been in long-term relationships Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i don't want it to sound like watching these things or um or like you know binging these shows or having a deep interest in them is like something negative or like naughty or anything like that. Like, uh, in, in my own experience and in others that I've talked to, mm-hmm. it can get to this, but it's obviously out there for benefit of the public. And I think it's definitely something that, uh, you know, can, can help with any sort of feelings of like longing for a deep connection with someone. Mm-hmm. And that is totally fine. Um, and you know, it's also fine to, to seek something that you, that you want out of a relationship, even if that is something that's like cheesy on a rom-com or whatever, like yeah. everyone's going to find their originality in a relationship somehow when they find that person.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think everyone has a perspective or, or like a idea for what like the perfect formula is to find yeah. love. Yeah. And like, they're just, you know, it, it, that gets into a, crazy conversation that I just don't know how much of it is even valid. So
0: <laughs> don't
1: want to sound like that love doctor who's, like, saying love what doctor. is and is right to find the one. It's just, you know, my own perspective mm-hmm. on these shows and these movies and how that's affected my But have yeah. there
0: been other situations where, like, a girl has made you feel uncomfortable, like, really awkward? Obviously, I don't mean, like, in a really bad way, but yeah. do you have a... Yeah funny
1: awkward story like that uh yeah funny awkward um <clears throat> yeah I think so I'm sure there's many but the one that pops into my head uh mm-hmm. in high school this was like probably my this was definitely my first I guess long-term like serious relationship mm-hmm. um and this was when tinder started getting big um okay. and I guess okay. looking back like it sounds weird that people in high school were using tinder yeah, like
0: wait, that does
1: i don't know that's just a weird concept to me but i guess um you know to teach their own uh that happened and so i had been with said girl for i think over a couple of years at this point oh, sure. and wow. um and so obviously people at our school knew that we were together etc and so tinder starts getting big and her and her friends i'm hanging out with them one night. And they're like, oh, my God, genius. Kevin, give me your phone. Kevin J, give me your phone. So they take my phone and they download Tinder and they make a profile for me on Tinder.
0: Wait, this is your girlfriend doing this?
1: Yeah, yeah. well, and, and her friends. I mean, it wasn't, I don't know, it was definitely like in all, you know, fun and games for them. I think largely because they wanted to see what Tinder was like, especially my, you know, said girlfriend at the time um could because
0: okay what no no sorry go on I was just making a oh. sassy remark uh, especially said
1: girlfriend at the time uh-huh. because she was in a relationship with me obviously so she wasn't gonna make a profile for herself is yeah. what she was thinking and she wasn't gonna see for herself what it was like so yeah. they make the profile I think largely so that they could see what other guys were on tinder at the time
0: right Right, right. Um,
1: which is interesting because i was a guy so i don't remember if they set my preferences to like both guys and girls just so they could oh, see who yeah. on there but there i do yeah. remember feeling this sort of like discomfort slash like this isn't right
0: yeah
1: um when it came to like you know swiping right on people and like the potential for matches coming because one, it's like obviously that's false advertisement. Like I'm not I'm not single. No. I'm not like looking for someone. So then for other people to like maybe see me pop up on Tinder and and be like, Oh my gosh, is this guy looking to hook up with someone else? Like that could maybe oh, if they knew you, know. you. Right. And then so then maybe they see me in a different light as a result. Um, mm-hmm. but also just like if someone were to match with me that didn't know me, um, and then I I can't remember if they, like, continued on with it and, like, messaged people or did anything. I don't think it got to that extent, but it definitely was a a weird sort of uncomfortable thing. Um, Did you not delete
0: it when they gave you your phone back?
1: They – so, yeah, I can't remember how long it went for, but it was very short-lived, for sure. Um, Didn't last more than a couple days, if not just a couple hours. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I was definitely – I definitely fought it at first. Like, I don't want – there to be a tinder of, of my name so no. that was definitely uh
0: yeah that's kind of
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so we always end with um a good old-fashioned would you rather i need to phrase it differently because every single episode i've said a good old-fashioned would you rather so i need to look up a different um, maybe
1: that's your thing. thing though you Wait. know people know you as the good old-fashioned you can make t-shirts like Wait, start shit, that's merchandising so that stuff what it's
0: dirty to me good old-fashioned <laughs> yeah good
1: old-fashioned would you rather
0: um wait I <laughs> on the back there's
1: a would you rather
0: um wait that's so funny they they a lot of people would come up to me and all my fans wearing them and be like yeah well give me examples okay
1: i'll, I'll accept just 10 percent of those profits you know, I'll, I'll let you have that idea for just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, honestly, that's Run so fair. Run
1: with it, darling.
0: That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> just roll with it. That's funny. Okay. Um, so I, they usually start off pretty tame or, like, gross, and then they go into kind of more, you know, some better ones. Um,
1: some dirty Dirty one.
0: ones. Hello. There we go. Welcome to my podcast. Okay, this one's just <laughs> so stupid, but would you rather... Actually, it's kind of horrible. Would you rather have to use sandpaper as... No, sa- yeah, sandpaper is toilet paper, or have to use hot sauce's eye drops. <laughs> oh my
1: God, <laughs> I am gonna. Go, oh God, um. So, who? I'm gonna go with uh, hot sauce's eye drops because I don't use eye drops. Um,
0: okay, but, but what if you for had the paper a stye? <laughs> I use
1: multiple times a day?
0: Okay, but let's say you had a stye, or you wore glass contacts. <laughs> I don't know why I said a sty.
1: all right so if i had to use eye drops daily then i'd go with sandpaper as toilet paper just because i think your butt your bum would probably be able to adapt it would
0: also exfoliate it
1: (laughs) yeah you can look at it that way
0: (laughs) i think i would choose actually i hate these questions um i the people never ask don't ever really use Ask me to join in on them and I really appreciate that. Oh shit, I'm giving you ideas now because um, I, I don't ever really like them.
1: Alright, well, I'm I'm saving that for the, for the, the worst most yeah. turbulent one.
0: Okay. Oh shit. Okay, I should have told you that after we finished recording.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, okay, would you rather pee yourself in public once a week or shit yourself in private every day?
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> um uh those who know me know that i have stories about both however <laughs> <laughs> well not peeing myself in public as much but uh, i'm making it sound like i shit myself in private often <laughs> but i don't uh, i can trade 7j does not do that um but i'm going to go with shit myself in private just because uh it's in private not yeah it's in private it's not humiliating and like hopefully you have the tools i would just carry around the tools to be able to like you know clean myself up
0: the sandpaper but toilet paper
1: one. oh yeah sandpaper toilet paper a little bit of hot sauce for like i don't know <laughs> the
0: tears. soap i guess yeah. oh, god. No, oh god jesus okay <laughs> um this one i actually asked someone the other day i think it's an interesting one to think about it's not it's kind of stupid but um be kinky or be romantic
1: Ooh. um
0: because they could both so kind of lead to both, to be honest.
1: They both lead to both, you said?
0: They both could lead to both. Oh,
1: yeah. No, for sure. But I also think there's definitely, like, this is, most would you rather questions, I feel like, are non-realistic, whereas this is a completely realistic question where <laughs> yeah, a lot of people can fit into one category or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and the category that I most fit into is the romantic one. Yeah. Um, so I'd rather be romantic, but like you said, I think being romantic can pretty easily lead to uh, getting into kinks and things like that.
0: Yeah, for sure. You
1: know, getting a little saucy, dirty, saucy dirty,
0: dirty. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um Actually, this website is like they're not. That- oh wait, whoa. Okay. <laughs> oh god, this is funny. Uh, Would rather wrestle naked in a pool of Jello or chocolate pudding? That's funny.
1: Ooh, um, so I don't like the taste of Jell-O that much, and so I'm drawn to chocolate pudding for the taste reasons, uh, so I'm gonna go with that, but Jell-O would be good for, like, cleanup reasons, I think it'd be it's harder good. for Jello to get into your crevices, your crevasses, <laughs> so, like, Jello could be the move for that, but yeah, I'm gonna stick with chocolate pudding.
0: But also, imagine, like, how it would feel to be naked in a bowl of jello <laughs> like that whole thing that uh I don't know I think I'd have to do jello cuz it's funny. Uh well, well no not that jello say it's not funny. <laughs> <I> think...
1: <laughs> well, if your partner's out there listening, I think they know yeah. what to surprise you with next.
0: My um I I don't a bit of jello. <laughs> my my partner hates sweet stuff. He's not a sweet person, so I think he'd be like you pick. Um oh, oh, this is kind of uh, um don't know. Be caught in the act by a cop or your in-laws?
1: Oh, for sure a cop. For sure a cop. There's so much hidden underneath this with with the in-laws. Like, you can't... I mean, maybe there's not. Maybe they're chill about it. But I don't know. I feel like, on average, the in-laws, you're not trying to get caught with your your biscuit and gravy open like that but also a
0: cop is a stranger and they they probably see this shit a lot so
1: yeah no for sure they definitely knock on windows and say get up out of here a lot
0: Okay. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much, Kevin, for being a part of this. And it's been so much fun catching up and stuff. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review and or subscribe. Talk Dirty to Me HQ loves to hear from everybody so send an email to talkdirty at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram talk.dirty.to.me With the help of a bunch of other people who have made this podcast possible I've compiled a list of rules that myself and my guests have to consent to before recording each episode. They are the following. If someone does not want to discuss something they absolutely do not have to. Number two, respect privacy. Number three, if guests request not to have certain information shared, it is my duty to cut it out before publishing. Number four, correct use of pronouns for everyone. Number five, never use someone's actual name. This includes other people who will be mentioned in the stories. Number six, use of certain words. Before recording, we have established a few words that the guest or myself would not be comfortable using. They will be avoided. Number seven, this is not therapy.